The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of smoke. So get ready, folks, because we're talking 420 stoner comedies. Thank you for joining us in the Salty Nerd Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about stoner comedies for 420, and uh, we're talking about Friday, Half-Baked, and Pineapple Express. I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic panel of nerds, starting with Tom. Welcome. Hey, man. Well, thanks for having me. It's a fun, uh, fun uh, uh, round of movies to review. Yeah. I, w- I had a surprisingly good time this week. Yeah, they're all fun, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm also joined by Jude. Welcome. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta stop. I thought you guys were gonna talk for a while longer. That's <laughs> just watching you guys hang out. Hi, I I'm love Jude. The I'm- hard swallow. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm the worst. <laughs> and producer of the show, Matthew Cage. Welcome. I am high as fuck right now. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about these things. Oh, <sighs> Kadish. You sweet right. summer child. Before we dive super deep into these awesome movies, we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you'd like to support the podcast, go to saltynerdclub.com. There you can find our Patreon club and we can get you can get access to all kinds of really cool stuff like exclusive podcasts and blooper reels, which are a ton of fun. It's stuff that we can't put out on the internet because it'll get us tagged and flagged and taken down, all kinds of nonsense. It's a lot of fun. So join us there and help support the podcast. And every dime that you guys give us goes right back into the pod so that we can make awesome content for you. All right. Thank you, guys. Um, first movie on our list today is Friday, starring Ice-T and Chris Tucker. That is a fact. Take it away, Jude. 1995 Friday, rated R with a runtime of one hour, 31 minutes. At a budget of $3.5 million. Alex, what do you think it brought into the box? Not $80 million. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> I'm gonna go with, uh, I don't know, 53. Okay. Thomas? I'm going to go with my first guess. I said 35 the first time around. $28 yeah. million. Yeah. $28 million? Yes. That's reasonable. That's respectable. This is like mid-90s. It's, yeah. it's very niche. Listen, if very I, niche market on this If I one. give you $3.5 million and you turn around and give me $28, i am going to work with you again. That's a good investment. <laughs> Right on. All right, here's the synopsis. Ice Cube got fired on his day off. He and Chris Tucker sit on his porch smoking up all Big Worm's weed, and now they owe him $200. Debo keeps rolling by and stealing everybody's shit. Chris Tucker does a decent Scarface impression. There's a failed <laughs> drive-by attempt, and eventually Ice Cube fights Debo in an epic flannel against flannel garbage can fight. <laughs> all right. End. So this is my first time ever watching this movie. You're welcome. And, and uh, typically, this is definitely not my sense of humor. I feel very fish out of water when it comes to this kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, you hate funny things. It's not that it's not <laughs> funny. It's just I don't have it. He a, really does. Yes. <laughs> Your sense of humor. It probably does. Uh, I just don't have a gets, connection with he this. He gets very uncomfortable if he's, like, supposed to laugh at things. <laughs> Coming to America like, too. He is doesn't not know funny. what to do with oh, his hands. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, how far did you get? That's a funny movie. <laughs> I got five minutes into Coming to America too. That's it. I, I, I couldn't. It yeah, it was terrible. Thank you. Wow. God, where were you when we were reviewing that wow. movie? Wow. You all guys right. like that? They all they ganged up on me. I did not love it. However, <laughs> this idiot watched the sequel first and then said, "I didn't think it held up." Well, you didn't see the first one. Right. I watched it after I watched the sequel. He, he, oh, he was, he was like, I wanted to right. see if the sequel could stand on its own. It yeah. doesn't. No. <laughs> exactly. No, no sequel on. stands on its own. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. Thank you. Thank did, you. Did you see Pacific Rim 2? <laughs> if you didn't see the first one, you have no way of knowing what's going on in that second movie. 
Anyway, I also said it probably wasn't a good idea. That's true. I'll cover myself with that. But anyway. It's one of the greatest scenes in any movie ever, right? Well, we're going to talk about that because this is one of my favorite moments. Like I was saying, I really like this movie, but I felt like I was kind of out of the joke a lot because this is definitely not my upbringing. I don't have a connection to this. I've never really been into the weed culture. I didn't grow up in the ghetto. I didn't grow up in the LA ghetto. You didn't grow up as a black man in the hood <laughs> no. smoking weed on the so porch? I feel a little bit lost. Oh man, what was your childhood like? Was <laughs> it, did it suck? I, it kind of sucked. <laughs> your sister's track never fell out. No. <laughs> anyway. This movie's great. But there's a lot of funny things to this. Look at the guy sleeping in the bed. My favorite. <laughs> One of the greatest things. My favorite yeah, moment. Where she's like, I heard you were cheating on me. Yeah. <laughs> you all hugged up with some girl at the movie that night. He's like, I wasn't even at the movie. <laughs> Anyway, my favorite thing was the father in this movie. Oh, yeah. I thought the father was freaking hilarious. Oh, he was yeah. over there like, I smelled your shit for 22 years. You can't smell mine for five minutes. <laughs> He's like spraying the freaking aerosol. Every time <laughs> I'm in the kitchen, you're in the kitchen. <laughs> now the goddamn food. <laughs> Licking his lips. He's the, he's the what are you doing in here? Because <laughs> I've got kids and now I kind of feel like I'm more him than I am. I, I connect with the father more than I do Ice-T. Better put some water on that damn shit. This movie is <laughs> what are you, so whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you going to do with that? I was going to throw it away. You better eat that shit. <laughs> you better eat that damn shit. It's and so And the mom's quotable. making like a four-course oh, oh, breakfast. Yeah. God, it was, oh, I'm making some eggs. And she's like, I'm making it for you. Yeah, exactly. Where, where's oh, mine no, at? That's for me. That's yeah, for she's me. like, I got to go to work. I got to eat something. You don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> you better uh, eat that dry-ass cereal. <laughs> Put some yeah. water on it. Yeah. I, I love how he, like he's got that big manly bowl. He <laughs> yeah. pours the entire box of cereal in That's there. That's how like a splash of water. <laughs> a splash of milk. And he gets a mixing spoon too. Yes. Like, <laughs> babe, babe, that, that's how men eat cereal. That's all, okay. all men. Yeah. I have eaten cereal out of a saucepan off the oven. Oh, sure. Yeah. The, the, bigger Just, the, the bigger the bowl, the better. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like in Forgetting Sarah Marshall where he's got like the huge like, yes. metal bowl for yeah. his cereal. It's, it's like, universal. Yeah. All men do that. Yeah. All men do that. You don't do that, Jude? I don't eat cereal. Do you have any... Female friends that do that? I don't have friends. <laughs> He's like, what's a female? <laughs> my, only, my only friend is Tom's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Amy is very nice. Don't introduce me to people you don't want me to keep. <laughs> oh, she's, she's nice. She's the best. So yeah, she's cool. I'll also say about this movie is it had a surprisingly heavy uh, third hat or third um, act where like, shit went down. Like, oh, sure. And like real lessons murder. were being taught. Yeah, the murder and this the- This is all we need, son. This is all we need. Like that hit me. I was like, God damn, I didn't expect this movie to have some freaking- The movie's got a message. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. I, I wasn't expecting that. Like going in for the first it's half, like I was like- funny boys in the hood. Yeah. Well, well you know what's funny is, is that around this time, the only movies that were coming out about black culture- That's were, also Were true. like boys in the hood, mm -hmm. menace to society, colors, things like that. And they were all like, they kind of made- you know, it was aggressive. Yeah. Well, they kind of made, black, the they kinda the made black neighborhoods seem like war zones, like, like super dangerous. And when they were making this movie, um, ice cube and, um, the, the guy that he was writing it with, um, I f forget his name, but I think it was, Oh yeah. DJ Pooh. How could I forget that? <laughs> uh, so him and DJ Pooh were writing this and they basically were like, you know, growing up in the hood wasn't all bad. Like there was like funny stuff that happened. And a lot of what happens in this movie is autobiographical, like stuff that actually happened in their neighborhood. And they actually shot this on the street that the director F. Gary Gray grew up on. That's awesome. And the, the scene where Red gets punched out um, by a- You mean knock the fuck out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, he, when he gets knocked out, uh, they shot that in front of um, F. Gary Gray's house 
that he grew up in. And, and so like everyone in this movie or everything in this movie is actually in, you know, this neighborhood. Oh, nice. sure. That's, oh, that's yeah. awesome. And, that's cool. And also uh, I want to point out that you never see anyone wearing red in this movie. And the reason for that is because it, it was a Crips neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so if you wore red, you would actually get killed mm. if they saw you. It's a good point. They wear a lot of blue. Yeah. yeah Chris Tucker's wearing blue the whole time. His sister comes home with the blue rag on her head. Ah, true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The more you know. The more, more you know. know. The more you know. <laughs> and I, I love there's a scene in here where they go into like a like a quick stop, like a little like grocery mart. And uh, it says in a big sign, black owned business. And, <laughs> and, and the guy who owns it is Asian. He's like wearing hip hop gear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. There's a lot of good, like undercut humor in here along with this over the top stuff, but, but you know, in, was, in context, so like ice cube at the time, he was known for NWA. Yeah. Like, like he was hardcore gangster yeah. rap, F the police, like all this stuff. And then he goes and he makes like a weed comedy <laughs> and everyone, and like nobody, well, he, he did a, a higher learning before this. And he was like, 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 the, well, uh, he was also in Menace to Society. He's also in Menace to Society. Um, yeah. So, like, so, like, you know, you, very serious guy. Mm -hmm. Very serious. And guy. when people were like, wait, you want to make like a stoner comedy? Um, Hell yeah, man. <laughs> no, no one thought he could pull it off. And, and so, like, like at first they thought they were going to have to like find independent financing for this movie. But New Line Cinema had just hit it really big with kid and plays house party mm. stuff. Mm. And they were like, that's the type of humor we want to do for this movie. Will you give us money for it? And new line said, yes, but you have to put a um, well-known comedian in the smoky role. Cause originally DJ Pooh, who plays red in, in the movie, um, he was going to play smoky. Mm. And uh, um, so like, I think new line wanted um, Chris rock for the role. Okay. But, oh, but, um, How old is Chris Rock when this came out? I think he was in his 20s. Okay. That would have worked. But I think. How about I, we substitute that for a different Chris? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, basically, Ice Cube and DJ Pooh had both seen Chris Tucker on like um, Def Comedy Jam or mm -hmm. something like that. And uh, they really liked his stuff. And so they went and asked, they were like, this is who we want for uh, the role of Smokey. And so uh, he came, Chris Tucker came in an audition for New Line. And they hated him. They didn't think it was funny. But what? They, but but yeah, they, Ruby but, Rod. But apparently, like he just had a bad audition, and so like they hooked him up with an acting coach, and then he came back and he like nailed it. And they were like, okay, mm. you can have Chris Tucker for this movie. But almost all of Chris Tucker's dialogue in this movie is improvised. Like he just made it up on the spot. It's that's a hard thing to do, man. Because I mean, we just watched another movie that seems like it was a lot of improvis improvisation, Improv and it was horrible. This. If if this stuff was all improv, that's pretty freaking awesome. I think a lot of comedians are like that. Like, like Will Ferrell, I don't think they write most of his lines. <laughs> you know, Robin Williams. Yeah. Like if you're a solid comedian, they don't really write lines for you. You kind of riff. Yeah. yeah, I think that's more what it is. Yeah, God, I love this movie. It was a lot of fun. I had a, I had a lot of fun with it. And again, I like I said before, it's I was quotable. just. Oh, it's very quotable. It is quotable. You got knocked the fuck out. By Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Comes from this movie. Yeah. And it's kind of a sad moment. <laughs> like, oh, Felicia's a crackhead. Oh, she's messed up, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. And she's over there picking her she's, butt and oh, stuff. Was, she's getting beat up by her, oh, by was, her boyfriend. Who's Debo? Debo? Yeah, yeah, Debo. That was dark. Oh, that was yeah. real dark. I wasn't what, expecting what, what, that. What about the girl who's like, I look like Janet Jackson? Oh, my God. <laughs> she's the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> she oh, like, shows oh, up. She's all fat and okay, bald. Okay. In this scene right here, so we're Debo. Explain what we're looking at. So Debo is not dead. 
Yeah, Debo's dead. Debo died. What? Yeah. He, he Tiny died. Zeus Lister. Tiny died. Zeus Lister COVID. died last December from complications from COVID. What? Oh yeah. no. Well, yeah. Debo knocks out Red right here, and he gets knocked the fuck out. It's a very famous scene. Yeah. Uh, but one of the guys he's playing dice with, Michael you, Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan. Yep. <gasps> Who's oh, also, also dead. dead. Who's, yeah. also, who's also dead. I think, so, well, Bernie Mac's also. Yeah, yeah Bernie, Bernie Mac's dead. dead. Is this movie haunted? Oh, we just have a list of all the people that have died. Uh, Chris Tucker's career is dead. Oh. oh cool, man. He did that to himself. He could come back. When's Rush Hour 4 going to come? That's it. <laughs> Jackie Chan need more money. Yeah. Those yeah. are great movies. Yeah, though. that's Michael Clark Duncan. You don't really see him. You just have to know he's there. Yeah, he's mm. he's uncredited. Yeah, there he oh, is. there he is. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, he's in this. He's in uh, Training Day. He's in the background of a lot of movies. That's awesome. And, and he's just not in them. <laughs> and F. Gary Gray, who directed this movie, like he was a music video director, and he'd worked with Ice Cube on a couple of uh, NWA's videos, and he actually went on to direct Straight Outta Compton. So F. Gary Gray, like huh. did, did that movie, directing Ice Cube's son playing mm -hmm. Ice Cube. Like, talk about meta. Um, but, uh, F Gary Gray, you know, like he's kind of, his career has been kind of interesting because like he went on to kind of, um, become, I'd argue like an A-list director. Like he, he directed the negotiator with Samuel L. Jackson and Kevin Spacey, uh, the Italian job with, um, Mark Wahlberg, um, be cool, the sequel to get shorty. Um, one of my favorite movies, law abiding citizen, mm. with, uh, Gerard Butler, um, and uh, he also did one of the Fast and Furious movies, which, you know, I know Tom has probably seen. I've but, seen all of those movies so many yeah. times. <laughs> and, and his latest one was Men in Black International. Okay. So, so dude, what, what's your uh, what's your take on this movie? You haven't really talked about it much. Do you, Is this something that you're like, oh, God, I love it. I watch it all the time. Not at all. Okay. I did not enjoy this movie. <gasps> you didn't like wow. it? Wow. Oh, no. Hey, listen, I have a lot of friends who smoke a lot of weed, and it's a lot to get a conversation <laughs> mm. that makes sense. And this just, it's kind of infuriating for me and frustrating to, to watch like people are like, yeah, it's fucking exactly what it's like talking to a pothead. Mm. Uh, so you got me, that from this movie? Not so much from this one, but uh, especially like the next one we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's funny. I think it's probably the funniest one that we watched and it's definitely the most quotable. Mm. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about it. It's not for me, but yeah, I've watched it a bunch of times because it's, you know, it's a classic. I burned this soundtrack to death in the 90s. <laughs> I mean, it was like I was just, just constantly listening to the soundtrack. The soundtrack alone I love. Yeah. I had this on VHS. That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> so good. So why, what is it that you love so much? Just because it's quotable and because you think it's hilarious or is there something else about it? Well, in, in high school, I watched this movie a thousand times. Okay. So it's a throwback to when I was young. And and I lived with my parents, and life was easy. And now I pay bills, so so it's a nice throwback to okay. when I remember life was simpler. Um, so that's one part of it. Uh, two, I love comedies. Uh, I, I love stoner comedies. I, funny is good, and I'm a, just just a huge fan of how hard it is to make something funny. Mm. It is not easy to be funny, and it's not easy to make something as serious as this movie really is. Yeah. Uh, into just an absolute hilarious movie. All the supporting characters make the movie. Ice Cube is, I mean, interchangeable, but the, it's the supporting cast is just amazing. Every five seconds is a new scene. It's hilarious. Mm. What's I your feel like, oh, sorry? Go ahead. For me, I feel like this movie is more fun to talk about than it was to actually watch. 
I I think it might be a movie that you really kind of have to watch with a bunch of, bunch of friends. If yeah, you're if yeah. me and yes. you, Jude, or, or kind or of watch while you're high, or watch while you're high. Me and well, you, I watched were, it with Kadish, so oh. that's like watching it by yourself. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I warned her before we watched this movie that just like stoic judgment the entire time. <laughs> I warned her before we sat down to watch this that like I've seen this movie before and I've never been all that into it. Um, like I can appreciate it. And I do agree with Jude that I think that this is a movie that's a lot more fun to talk about than just to actually like watch and experience. Because yeah. it's not a movie where like I'm sitting there laughing when it when it it's going on, but like talking about stuff that happens in the movie afterwards, I'll laugh. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like I've been quoting this movie for uh, when did it come out? In the nineties? Like Fifteen yeah. years I've been quoting this movie. Yeah. Um, but when we said we were gonna sit down and watch it, I was like, Mer. Yeah, every, every time me and my buddy John used to hang out, we'd always be like, it's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. <laughs> yes. But that's the movie. And the best funny movies get funnier over time. Yeah. The first time you watched Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, you didn't laugh once. Not once the whole time. You're like, that's pretty funny. You watch it again. And it's so quotable that the movie just becomes exponentially funnier. I and, and that's how I feel. About I appreciate this. that you use the actual full title. Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou? Yeah. Well, if we're going to be a, a, a serious uh, a movie <laughs> we're not. reviewing podcast. We're, don't put that label on us, bro. <laughs> like, like, like Jude and Alex had no idea what you were talking about. I've never but, watched that but, movie. I was like, yeah. I'm a Wes Anderson junkie big time. Okay. And yeah, the first time you watch Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, uh, it is, it, it's hilarious. It's not funny. So that to, to you, that's a mark of a good comedy is that the longer it sits in your brain, the funnier it gets. If you can keep watching it, and it gets funnier. Mm. Uh, Beer Fest. Oh, it, yeah. It gets funnier every time. Super Troopers gets less funny every time you watch it. <laughs> you think so? Uh, for me, it does. Huh. But Beer Fest only gets funnier every time <laughs> I watch it because there's just so many like subtle gems that pop up that you only notice if you watch it a thousand times. You got to get that formula right. Mm. You got to get the formula right. What, what do you think of the Slam and Salmon, though? Slam and Salmon's fine. It's I, fine. I disagree. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's not the best work ever, but uh, it's fine. It did. It, look, they, they they peaked at beer fest big time, yeah. and, and that was it. Bro Broken lizard movies are a mixed bag. I tried. Uh, I tried. You to mean have, they're mostly really bad. <laughs> I tried to have Jude watch a was it Club Dead? Oh god, <laughs> I have no oh, memory no. of that. All right, so I'm gonna let's talk about favorite moments or moments that really impacted you in this movie. Uh, for me, the uh, the comedy's kind of on the side, but you kind of mentioned how deep and dark this movie actually is if you really think about it. And as a first time viewer, that's what really struck me that that last half where. He gets, gets that lesson from his dad about like, you don't need no gun to be a man. All you got is these. You fight and you live to fight another day. You know, it's like, that was like a really impactful moment that I was not expecting in this stoner comedy. So Especially from, from that guy. Especially from that dude. Especially from that actor, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It was really well done. I think, and, and you felt it. Yeah, exactly. Like, genuinely. Yeah. yeah, genuinely was like, God damn, that's some fatherly wisdom right there. And then when it gets paid off at the very end when he's going up against Debo and he just puts the gun down, he just fights it out. I mean, know? he does use a brick and a trash can. He does use some weaponry. You gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. Hey. Debo's freaking hey, like hey. nine feet tall. If Debo's trying to steal my chain, I'm gonna hit him with a brick too. <laughs> no, I just, my grandmother gave me that chain. I was, <laughs> Debo don't give a shit. No, you don't give a shit. I was genuinely surprised at how uh, how deep this movie was at the, by the end of it. And I, I, I really appreciated that. Uh, the comedy doesn't always hit me because I'm, I'm just not connected to that culture. So I don't always get the jokes, but when they went for like the deep dive, like this is what men is, this is the culture that we live in. This is what has to be done. Like that stuff hit me. So I was, I really appreciated it. So I, I 
I think this movie is really freaking good. Like way better than people talk about it is. Like, oh, it's just a stoner comedy. Like, no, bro, that's got some deep shit. That's good. Do you have a favorite moment, Tom? What's your what's your take on this? There's so many favorite moments. Besides I, I, quotable moments. Not I, quotable, but just like favorite. What's your one thing that you, when somebody says, let's go watch Friday, you're like, oh, I can't wait to watch that part. Come back to me. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Jude's <laughs> like, I was trying to think of something. <laughs> we can go to Kadish. We'll give you guys some time. Kadish, do you have a favorite gonna moment? Come right back around to Tom. <laughs> um, so I, I think the best moment in this movie is where the dad's teaching him about like, you know, like the fists. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he has some very kind of, and it's interesting to think that like Ice Cube wrote that scene because he, he's, he's like, man, you know, kids nowadays, they're afraid to take an ass whooping. So it's like, you know, like the first thing that they go to is the gun. It's, mm-hmm. It used to be like, these were the things that, you know, you took your licks and then you moved on, you learned from your mistakes. And I thought that that was, you know, like you said, great message. And that's definitely the highlight of this movie. But uh, my second favorite scene, other than that, is where um, Smokey meets up with uh, Joy. Janet Jackson. Yeah, Janet Jackson. <laughs> oh, God, it is so bad. And, and she gets out of the car, and she's huge. And uh, she, like, takes off her hat, and her uh, wig goes a- with it. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 he, 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 and he's like, she's bold. Yeah. She's bold. <laughs> prior, that, prior, to that, prior to that, they're talking to Debbie, and Debbie is the one that hooks him up with her. And he's like, is she hot? And she goes, she's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and he's on the phone talking to uh-huh. her and he's trying to get a sense of like, you know, what she looks like. And she's like, some people tell me I look like Janet Jackson. <laughs> Wearing that hat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tom, you ready? You what do you got? Are, okay. You guys are right. The the, 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 the most redeeming best, best moment of the whole movie is the, is the, you know, you, you fight with these. Moments. Yeah. Um, but if I'm going to be genuine, uh, I'm going to say, uh, just the entire opening scene where where they're 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 asleep they're, they're slowly waking up the, the interactions between the brother sister uh, father father mother Smokey comes over <laughs> it's just it's very suburbs and it's very yeah. like we're getting ready for work the kids are getting ready for school <laughs> and, it, and it's just like you that, get a definite sense of who everyone yes, is and and you get the 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 realism of we're a family and we are not so functional. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's just really fun to see it. And then the movie just goes from there. It's a fun movie. Love every second. Didn't you say the bathroom scene was one of your favorites? Oh, that's the beginning. Oh yeah, sure. Um, you know, yeah, I, I, I've been I, smelling I, your I've shit for 22 years. years. You can smell mine for five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, somebody, I, I always thought that was so weird that like the dad is literally taking the dump. Oh god! And he's like he's making facial expressions in between in oh, between no, conversations. You know, plop. Yeah. <laughs> if you have the subtitles on, it says plop every couple seconds. He's, he says, "I don't even like dogs. I don't like dogs either. It's my pleasure all day long. Boom, boom, boom. Put up a dog's ass. Like, this, is, ass. this is the greatest movie ever made. Who the hell says this shit?" <laughs> Because he's just so there's just so much ridiculous hilariousness in this yeah. movie, yeah. and it's really and, and the hot neighbor. Oh, the, oh yeah. my god, yeah, she knows what she's doing wearing those shorts. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, that's that, so good. That, that actress, um, she used to be a Price is Right girl, ah. and Ice Cube would always see her, you know, during daytime TV when he was like, I guess, smoking up or whatever, and he was always like. I want that sister on my movie. <laughs> and, awesome. and, and, and so like, I, I think she was in her forties when they uh, contacted her, Dang. but they, they got her to come out for, for this film. And yeah, she was, she was just on the prices. Right. Nice. All right, Jude, your turn. Okay. So, um, this is not for me. However, I do like, I don't, I don't deny that it's a great movie. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love the crazy girlfriend. 
Which oh, one? She is the best. His with, the, with those nails. Oh, okay. <laughs> on the phone. The hood in the, the, in the, the hair. hair. Who's 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 like, <laughs> the, the one who's cheating on her. Yeah, yeah, but she will not take kindly to him cheating on her. Yeah. Um, and then I do really like the like the montage of them smoking weed on the porch and like Chris Tucker's dancing and Ice Cube is just like making weird looks at him and like the, you can tell like the day is going on and they're just smoking and smoking and smoking and. It's just like it, it. I don't know. It just gives you like an idea of like life in the suburbs. Like this, this is what we do. It's yeah. Friday. We don't got shit to do. We're gonna sit on this porch all day. We're gonna watch <laughs> what happens in the neighborhood. Yeah, I like when they go inside and they make like sugar sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys never have two things that go together. <laughs> Ham, no burger. Cool, no aid. <laughs> Cereal, but no milk. Cereal, no milk. I feel that. I feel that on a deep level. <laughs> My fridge is always bare. And it's like, God damn it, these freaking little kids eating everything. I'm the dad. It's so weird. I like pig feet. <laughs> I like hog moss. He walks in with a big old sub sandwich. He's licking his chops. Oh, it's so funny, dude. I connect with the dad more than anybody else in this movie. It's so funny. You would. I would. <laughs> and you know, I, I, I never realized it, but like the dad's been home all day. No, no, he got bit. He had to come home. Yeah, he got bit. He's a mailman or what? What is he? No, he's a dog catcher. He's a dog catcher. Oh, okay. That's right. Because he gave dirty dog jump up. (laughs) Bit me in the ass. (laughs) When he was watching that TV show and he's like, you better run. I said, please, please, Mr. Doggy, don't bite me. (laughs) And there's like a shot of his like pants torn over his shoes. He's like, mailed ass. But like originally they're on the porch and, and he's like, hey, my mom's home. Like, wait till she leaves. Yeah. But like the dad's home the whole time. They're just like smoking up the whole day. <laughs> he's sitting in bed with his pants down and he's got a, a bandage on his ass. And he's watching TV. Go give me a glass of water. Yeah. Took it long enough. <laughs> Daddy oh, wants you it. again. Oh, God, it's so funny. All right. Yeah. So uh, let's give this a rating. Tom, this is a five out of five for oh, you. It's five out of five. Yeah. Great. As far as comedies and nostalgia, uh, the cast. It, it's called Friday because it's literally it's Friday. Yeah, uh-huh. it's all it is. It's one day, and it's a day in the life of these guys. Nice. And and the nonsense that happens, it's awesome. Love it. Five out of five. Wow. Great movie. High praise, Jude. I will agree. Um, for the genre that we're watching, which is stoner movies, it's a five out of five. It's not for me, but it is what it is, and it's excellent at it. Cash. Hmm. So, uh, you know how Tom said, like, it's a day in the life. It's just a Friday. Um, Ice Cube and DJ Pooh, when they were writing the, the script for this, they were using clerks, Kevin Smith's clerks, as the model That's awesome. for what they wanted to do with this movie. And I can totally see that. I can, like, I can now. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah this, this is a very Clerks-style movie. It, it, they were going to shoot it in black and white originally just to save money. But after New Line ponied up the money for the movie, they... Kind of and we're like, oh shit, we got money to spend. <laughs> yeah, they upgraded their production a bit. <laughs> Give me some of that color. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but like, like Jude, this isn't really like you know my type of of movie, um, but I can appreciate it for what it is, and uh, I give it a solid, you know, three Smokies out of five. Yep, that's my score as well. Three out of five. Um, I definitely don't connect to this movie as much as some other people might, but I can appreciate how good it is and and it does its job really well. I love all the characters. The dad is freaking hilarious. Everything works in this movie. There's not a part in this movie where I'm like, oh my God, like eye roll. There's no eye rolling in this movie. I'm in, I'm sold. But again, I just don't connect to it 100%, but that's on me. That's not the movie's fault. So for me, it's a three out of five. 
tons of fun, real worth watching. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Who do you, you said you connect with the dad? Mm -hmm. Who do you connect with, Tom? Are you Ice Cube? Or you, I'm Ice Cube for sure. Are, oh yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> Ice Cube. Who are you, yeah. Kadish? Who am I? Red. Yeah. I'm a Debo. You're Debo. Yeah. Okay. Just I'm jacking totally people. <laughs> like people having a good time. Here comes Matt. <laughs> what That's a little exactly bike. Yeah. A little bike with a squeak. <laughs> a squeaky beach cruiser. Got his house shoes on. <laughs> Not wearing any pants. Yeah. Flannel. Here, ruin y'all's day. <laughs> we, we got the same haircut. So. Oh, man. I connect with the crazy girlfriend. Yeah? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I was going to say that's pretty accurate. No, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm Felicia. <laughs> you begging ass. <laughs> oh, they're all fucked up. Walking over. Stretching, my stretching ass. your ass. Well, at least you're not Janet Jackson. <laughs> oh, man. What y'all smoking on? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, is this, uh, is this the movie where they had like the different types of smokers? Oh, that's half-baked. That's half-baked. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk that's about that. Yeah. Next up on our list is half-baked. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about that movie. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you'd like to support the podcast, go to saltyerdstore.com. There you can get some of our awesome merch. Uh, Kadish over here had a stroke of genius and designed a t-shirt that says, You Goonies, with the YouTube logo on there. It's a ton of fun. You guys can grab that on our store. Help support the podcast. All the money that goes through the store helps us make more content for you. All right, let's get into it. The next movie on our list is Half Baked, starring Dave Chappelle. Take it away, Jude. What's this movie all, all about? Right. 1998, half-baked, rated R with a runtime of one hour, 22 minutes. Had a budget of $8 million. What do you think it brought into the box? Uh, 28. Tomas? I'm going to go with 35 again. That's my, that's my number. 17. Ooh. $17? <laughs> yes. A, that is accurate. $17 million. <laughs> okay. From an $8 million budget to a $17 million return. Okay. That is not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad, but it's not as good as Friday. No, no. Well, there Friday are, had there star are no power. sequels to yeah. Half Baked. Yeah. So. yeah Friday, well. Friday had star power, though. This says the, I mean, who knows who Harlan Williams is? <laughs> it had a lot, it has a lot of uh, actors that do the same role in other movies. Like Willie Nelson? The, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the one dude, uh, uh, continued. We'll talk about it in a second. Okay, Go ahead, dude. Here's the, here's the synopsis. Dave Chappelle's friend goes to prison for accidentally killing a police horse. So he decides <laughs> to steal medical marijuana from the lab that he works at and sell it for the bail money. While visiting his friend in prison, he meets a nice girl visiting her drug dealer father. Meanwhile, the local drug lord, Samson, doesn't appreciate the new competition in town and demands $20,000 a week or he'll kill them all. Dave Chappelle's girlfriend finds out he's the new hot neighborhood dealer and dumps him. After Chappelle and his friends get Samson busted and make a deal to get his buddy out of jail, he makes up with his disapproving girlfriend, Mary Jane, and they ride off into the sunset. I hated this movie. This was a first watch for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, be because you hate comedies. I, I didn't find any of this. You funny. hate joy? <laughs> no, it's just you hate humor. Yeah. He really I, does hate joy. I'm like, wait, not a fan of it. When Jude was talking about like how frustrating it is to have a conversation with somebody who's like stoned out of their mind, that's this entire movie, and I'm just like, the idiocy is just overwhelming. There's a couple of fun. There's a lot of funny lines. You're missing the point, man. A lot of funny lines. But I did not enjoy my watch. It's like Lord of the Rings. Oh God! What? What? <laughs> so epic! How dare I you? I need you to explain this. You got a Frodo. Yes. You got a Samwise. There's a Gandalf. I'm sure. <laughs> like the guy on the couch. Yeah, it's a Gandalf. Yeah. The guy on the couch is Gandalf. I, I love oh. the guy on the couch. He's my favorite character. The, the Stephen, Stephen Wright. Wright. Yeah, Stephen, Stephen Wright. Wright. Yeah. But they just call him Guy. Yeah. And there's that one scene in the movie where they're like. 
uh, tell your friend to go get us some munchies. And they're like, he's not my friend. I thought he was your friend. Like nobody knows who he is. He's or just why sleeping he's on the couch for no reason. Because <laughs> no, yeah, I, I mean, like we've all had that guy in our lives. I did before. actually have that guy. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, I, man. I, I've I, been that guy. I just don't. <laughs> I don't like this movie. The, the, the irritating, overly high, goofy guys. Like there's only a handful of moments in this movie that I think are really funny. And those are the moments that everybody talks about. Like, don't worry. I'm not going to do whatever everybody thinks I'm going to do and freak out, man. Like, like word for word, word for word, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, it's Jerry Maguire. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Word for word. Yeah. Yeah. With the briefcase and everything. Yeah. I just, I mean, that's the only part that I thought was funny in this movie. The rest of it was just annoying. That, that, that gag didn't age well, though. I don't. Oh, think. the whole thing is so good. <laughs> so no, I, I, I don't think it aged well. That that one. He says, guy. he says, excuse me, janitor, and he goes, yes, scientist. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect comedy. Chappelle is gold. Like I love Chappelle. His, Chappelle his, is gold. His stand-up comedy is amazing. This scene alone. He's trying to he's trying to buy weed from the bodega that he always buys from. But they never believe that he's 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 who he that he's him when he's cool. So he has to show him his ass, and they remember him because he's black ass, and that's how they remember him. <laughs> so good. I didn't think that was funny. Ah, you're missing the point. <laughs> Jude, what about you? I feel like you're probably more on my side. On this I am. One. Yeah. Stop getting so meta. Just. I mean, there were definitely funny parts throughout the movie but again this is not for me yeah we did this for you tom <laughs> and again we are recording this podcast on 420 so yeah we thought last week we thought it would be a great idea to um to watch these movies we were probably drinking <laughs> no no you, you were gone by then yeah. i think i believe i had one beer yeah yeah it's a good idea 420 stoner movies <clears throat> yeah it's gonna come out on sure you know the 26th there's one quotable <clears throat> moment for me and it's the fuck you, fuck yes. you, oh, you're yeah. cool, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're I've Scarface. said that on my way out of work a lot. <laughs> Where Scarface quits his job. Yeah. He's just like, fuck okay. everyone. Chappelle goes down to the, he doesn't know, but it's where they store the weeds the first time. And he's walking down the hall and he's going. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, either someone's having a party or someone forgot to do their shirt laundry. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. It's funnier listening to you talk about it. Yeah. I didn't laugh when I watched it, but yeah. listening to you talk I about it. I have these a moments, lot of joy in my life and like a lot of happiness. <laughs> it just kind of. Yeah, it's really fun to watch. You man. need to stop that. People don't appreciate it. You don't belong uh, on the salty nerd podcast, uh, dude. But, but believe me, I hate <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, like I saw this movie when it came out in theaters and I loved it. I thought, I, it. I thought it was one of the funniest movies I'd ever seen upon rewatch doesn't quite hold up as, as good as I remember it, but there's still like a lot of stuff in here that I find really enjoyable. Like, uh, you know, one of the friends always has to be on snack patrol after they get high. <laughs> and, uh, there's a scene in here where Jim Brewer just starts listing all the snacks that they want oh, and yeah. just keeps going on and on. <laughs> and some Funyuns. Yeah. Who's the, who's the actor? Um, the dude with the long hair right there. He was in like rocket man. Harlan Williams. That's Harlan Williams. Yeah, so I said, that's do you the dude know who Harlan Williams is? Okay, from like, no. Dumb and Dumber, like grand, yeah. sipping on grandpa's cough syrup, yeah. huh? And he's yeah. sips he, he's the in piss. Something about Mary. Yeah, he, yeah. he's the yeah. six minute ab guy. Okay. Yeah. No, no. He's, yeah, six minute abs. Yeah. <laughs> you heard of seven minutes. <laughs> that poor no. bastard. No. <laughs> Step into no, my office. No, seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that guy drives me up a wall. 
Oh, sure. sometimes he's freaking hilarious. But a lot of the time when I watch him, I'm just like, please get him off the screen. Yeah, I for just, sure. I can't take it. Well, same with Jim Brewer. Yeah. yeah I, that's the uh, thing, though. I can like, only take so much goat boy. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> only so much. It's weird, though. Like, I understand what they're going for. And this is exactly what they wanted to make as far as a movie goes. This is the comedy they were going for. But I'm just like, I can only take small, like SNL skits worth. Yeah. Anything beyond that, like an hour and a half, two hour long movie. It's I'm an just hour like, 20. Oh. It's an hour and 20 minutes. Oh. So like this came out about five years before Chappelle show and mm. Dave Chappelle wasn't really well known. Like he, mm. he kind of got his start. Him and Jim Brewer uh, did like a little kind of walk on appearance on uh, home improvement. Uh, they were playing like these teenagers who asked Tim, the tool man, Taylor advice about girls. Mm. And um, they were so popular on the show that they were going to get their own spinoff uh, called best friends. It was going to be Jim Brewer and Dave Chappelle. And they shot the pilot and everyone thought Jim Brewer was terrible. So they fired him and replaced him with another guy. And they shot something like, I want to say 10 episodes. And they only aired three because the show just tanked. Um, but it kind of put Dave Chappelle on the map. And he started getting like these kind of bit parts in other movies. And this was the first movie that he actually starred in, like that he, he was carrying. And he wrote it. And he's actually, uh, he's on record as saying that he's very disappointed with this movie because he says that the script that he wrote was a lot funnier. And when this movie was made, the director, who uh, I believe is also the wife of uh, Mike D from the Beastie Boys, um, she kind of dumbed it down a little bit, made it more like, like stupid. So I that guess. white people can get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, like he, he, he said that it turned into a weed movie for kids when it really wasn't originally mm. supposed to be huh. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, there are moments in this movie that I just love. Like, for instance, when Jim Brewer's character starts going through Killer's backstory and what led up to his death. Oh. You know, Killer, Killer yeah. the dog. Oh, God, the story. Him. Oh, my <laughs> where, God. Where he goes from like his early childhood, like all the way up to like the moment that like he killed himself. Or something <laughs> like that. You guys know I don't like movies where there's a dead dog. Uh, that that flashback montage was a better movie than this movie. You guys are hating for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> One, it's a comedy. Two, it's a stoner comedy. Ugh. So you got to lower the brow just a little <laughs> bit. If you're going in here hoity-toity with your three-piece suit and your highball, you're not going to enjoy this movie. Well, I don't know, dude, because it, like Friday is a stoner comedy. But Which you that also had, didn't like. I, I like that movie. Man. And I think it had a really good message. This Okay, so this is a perfect segue. Samson as the fatherly so figure. So I was talking about <laughs> like when, when stoner comedies go full like dumb stoner. I feel like that that kind of intensifies the negative connotation that people who smoke weed have. And mm. I, I don't like that, man. Like, you don't have to be a freaking moron to smoke weed. And, you know, it, it's a weird thing. Like, I, I see a lot of people, a lot of athletes. I watch a lot of Joe Rogan. A lot of athletes who are like, oh, I smoke weed all the time. And he's freaking ripped and shredded. And they're successful business owners. And they're freaking on top of their game. And, like, and I see this. And I'm like, this is probably not the direction you should be going when you're trying to, like, legalize this yeah. marijuana thing you know it's just well i don't know you know the plot of this movie it's basically um harlan williams character he feeds all their munchies to a police horse which is diabetic buttercup yeah buttercup, buttercup. and kills it and so he gets put into jail as a cop killer because technically the horse is a police mm -hmm. officer um and in order to get him out they have to raise 10 percent of one million dollars um and so they steal weed from the lab that uh, Dave Chappelle's character is a janitor at and start selling it. And apparently it's very good weed mm -hmm. and it's better than what the current drug kingpin uh, Samson 
Uh, yeah, Dave selling. Chappelle becomes like the Heisenberg of yeah. the yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. He's selling like that good meth. Yeah, and and th- this is one of the the first instances of Dave Chappelle playing multiple characters in his stuff. Is in Chappelle's show, he'd play like a multitude of different characters, but in this movie, he plays the main character, which is um, uh, Thurgood. Thurgood, I think. And uh, yeah, uh, the rapper, Sir Smokes a Lot. <laughs> and uh, Doctor says, I need a bacchiotomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, every time Sir Smokes a Lot is on screen, like, it, it's just Chappelle riffing and it's hilarious. Doctor, he slept with my mama. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. My favorite part of this movie is the montage where he talks about the different types of smokers. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good oh, one. Yeah. You got the scavenger smoker and his freaking Snoop Dogg, Snoop yeah, Dogg yeah, comes so, out. Yeah, that, that, that scene Come on, man. Great. Let me get a hit on that. Let me get a hit on that. And he smokes the whole freaking thing. Like, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I haven't, oh, even, I haven't even hit it I yet. I haven't even hit it yet. Give <laughs> it, hold on a second. And he hits it. Like, and it's just nothing but a freaking roach left. And he gives it back to him and then bounces. Well, the best part about that is it's a celebrity cameos, yeah. right? You, you get Stephen Baldwin, you get uh, yeah. um, uh, uh, John Stewart, you get Willie Nelson. Yeah, it's funny because they're they're like we're stoners. Yeah, we'll be in this movie and we'll yeah. just be ourselves for five minutes. <laughs> John Stewart's little cameo is like, "You ever seen the moon?" <laughs> Hi. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen the back of a five dollar bill on oh, weed? <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy in the bushes, man. I don't know. <laughs> He's got a gun. I don't know, man. That was the funniest part of this movie for me was the montage of like with the different types of smokers. I I, I thought that was genius. The funniest part for me. So while this movie was being shot, I think they shot it up in Canada. um, They were also shooting this other movie, a Norm Macdonald movie called Dirty Work. And Bob Saget from Michael House was the director of that movie. And, And basically the production for this movie and that movie were all staying at the same hotel. And so one day uh, they they were going to be shooting a scene where Dave Chappelle goes to a, a you know rehab rehab yeah kind of like Alcoholics Anonymous type thing is it Narcotics Anonymous I don't, mm-hmm. I don't remember it's just but said rehab in the it's an anonymous. <laughs> yeah. it's anonymous but, but, but he gets up and and he says like I'm addicted to weed and all the other drug addicts get pissed off because they're, they're, they're like they're like this is for real drug addicts weed is not addictive you ever suck dick for coke yeah yeah Bob Saget stands up and he's like I used to suck dick for coke you ever suck dick for weed and, I didn't think so yeah, and, and when I saw this in the theater that scene had me rolling because it was Bob Saget yeah. saying and that. it was before people knew Bob Saget was crazy yeah yeah, yeah. this was America's Funniest Home Videos, Bob Saget. Yeah, right. yeah this is like... He was very PG. Safe yeah. for your mom and dad to oh, watch. Yeah. And all of a sudden yeah. he pops up and starts saying shit like very that. Very family friendly. Yeah, yeah, I remember when he started doing his stand-up and people were like, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's funny because Bob Saget, before he got the role on Full House, like he was a very vulgar comic. Mm-hmm. Like, very, uh, yeah. very, very purple comedy is what they called it. And, uh, you know, just to see him like stand up, be like, I used to suck dick for coke. Like, like, <laughs> Shock was, value. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was just hilarious. And I, I always thought that that was like the funniest scene where he's like, I'm addicted to weed and all the drug addicts get pissed. At <laughs> but another funny thing is Harlan Ellison, because like while he's in jail, um, all these like prisoners keep like no. wanting to rape him. Yeah. And Tommy Chong comes to his defense and he's like the squirrel master. And he's just like, <laughs> he just claims him as his that, bitch. That's my bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody fucks but that he gets ass crazy me. eyes. And he's like, you want to go? You want to go? Let's go. And they're all like, I don't want to problem with, mess with that, man. Or he drops. I'm not going to eat my cocktail fruit. I won't get all my vitamins. <laughs> naughty, naughty jungle of love. <laughs> I won't get he's all my vitamins. out the freaking thing on the calendar. And it's, and it's a calendar of like the inmate who's going yeah. to rape you. Yeah. 
Like he used to be a model and he ends up in jail. Nasty Nate? No, no it, it, was, it was like the, the prison Was it a prison calendar? calendar? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. We yeah. just had different prisoners like <laughs> for each month. Wearing a banana hammock. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, no. <laughs> naughty, naughty jungle of love. <laughs> How much are we laughing? We're, it's funnier to and talk you about. you want to poop on this movie? No, it's funnier to talk about. Uh, so, and that's why it gets funnier over yeah. time. Like if the four of us stopped here and went and watched this. We would be dying. Laughing. I would be laughing so much that you would have to laugh yeah. because you couldn't help it. Yeah. Also, Wait, you have I, a point. I also like how Dave Chappelle orgasms every time he's like, oh, that's so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> he's just like, oh, oh. when he signs the clipboard yeah. at the hospital, he's, he's just, just like, his, oh. Like, his, like, his <laughs> and his signature is all yeah. fucked up. It's like taking up the whole page. And the first time, like, the, the scientist has given him the weed, he's like, here, take some for yourself. And he just keeps stuffing it in his pocket. <laughs> Uh, you're right, Tom. Yeah. Also, Mary Jane, the character, I have a crush on that girl every time I meet her in real life. Like, uncontrolled. What do you mean every time you meet her in real life? With that hair, that, oh. that skin oh, okay. tone, that smile, that Oh, she's figure, gorgeous. I, I will lose my mind over that girl every single time. That's cool. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah. That hair, I, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, I've, I've dated that girl a couple times. Th that's and, and now that I'm looking at it, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I see where I get it from. That's what happened. Yeah. You watched Half Bake yeah. and you were like, like she's stuck his in life. There. Well, it's, uh, I watched uh, She's All That recently for no reason. And I realized that every girl I look for is Rachel Lee Cook. And uh, that's the problem. But well, you know what's funny is like watching this, this movie, you'd think that like, oh, these guys were high the entire time they were making this, but they actually never got high while they were shooting. And um, the only time that someone was high while they were filming a scene was towards the end of the movie where Jim Brewer, they had wrapped filming for the day. And Dave Chappelle had given him like a bag of weed and he went and he smoked up. And then they were like, Oh, Clarence Williams, the third who plays Samson, the actor who plays Samson, he's pissed off. He doesn't want to be in the movie anymore. He's demanding that we shoot all of his stuff tonight uh, so that he can leave. And so Jim Brewer had to come back on the set completely baked <laughs> and, and do that final scene with Samson. And so like the only one who's high in this movie is him in that final scene. <laughs> and it's because Clarence Williams, the third is just an asshole. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I, I thought that was interesting, but I also love that. They, All that seems to add up. <laughs> yeah. I also love that they played off like the, the Batman seven, like 67 stuff at the end where it's basically like, you know, big Batman fight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So let's do favorite moments. Tom, what do you got for us, buddy? Oh boy. <laughs> This is a gem from my like youth. So really, this whole, I love the whole movie. Um, but if I'm going to have to get serious about it, it's uh, when he when the, the janitor scientist scene and then he goes and gets the weed and he brings it home and they all smoke it for the first time. And they all lose their minds <laughs> and they're all flying <laughs> and they, they, they visit their buddy in jail. <laughs> that, that whole scene is just super funny. Okay. It, it's, it's there's nothing I don't like about this movie, but I really love that scene. OK, Jude, do you have any moments in this movie that are redeemable to you? Um, I don't hate the movie. It's just not for me. Like I'll never watch it again. Um, but not because I hate it, but it's just, it's just not for me. Okay. Um, but there is one scene that I definitely related to and it's like the munchie scene when they're like talking about all of the things that they want to eat. Cause I, I remember one of the first times I smoked in high school, uh, I was with, uh, one of my friends who is now deceased, rest in peace. Um, and, uh, we were, we were smoking at my house. My parents were out of town. They were always out of town. and. Um, we were all high and we were like, you know what? Um, we didn't know that, you know, you get the munchies. And we, we were like, you know what we should do? We should make mac and cheese. <laughs> 
but it was taking too long. So we were like, why don't we make pancakes while we're waiting for the mac and cheese? And then that was taking too long. We were like, you know what? We need some chips. We ate chips and dip while we were waiting for the pancakes. And then we ate the mac and cheese after we ate the pancakes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so when I watched the the munchie scene, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, Kate, tell me what's your favorite moment in this movie? Uh, my all-time favorite moment is the Bob Saget cameo um, <laughs> at, at, at the uh, at the rehab thing. <laughs> but but I mean, like, there, there's so many like little things. Like, for instance, um, the Jerry Maguire scene where uh, he's like, "Who's coming with me?" And the one girl that he like works with gets up and he's like, "I'll come with you." And he's like, "Do you want to be my girlfriend?" She's like, "I'm gay." And he's like, oh, and then like, as they're walking away, it's almost like a throwaway line. He's like, how does that work? (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, it's just like little moments like that throughout, like the the whole, like the, the uh, killer flashback scene, because they buy a dog and his name's killer. And he's Mm -hmm. like this Rottweiler. And then they get him high and, and he goes flying and, uh, and, you know, like, so he, he becomes a mellow dog after he gets high for the first time. But then uh, Samson's goons like end up killing the dog. And when they're doing the the burial, um, Jim Brewer's character comes up with this whole like elaborate backstory to the About do- fighting the his brother life. in yeah. the octagon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and give, gives the dog an arc, <laughs> like, a, like a legit character arc that you had no idea existed until that moment. Until <laughs> so he was all, gone yeah, and it was too late. Yeah. It could almost be another movie unto itself. I'm yeah. telling you, dude, that was, that was really a good. better movie. <laughs> Um, and the final fight with Samson, I thought was great because the, like they get high in the in the police van before they go in because Samson would know something was up if they went in straight. And the the police officers in the police van who never smoked up before they get hot boxed and they start you know, they get <laughs> abracadabra, <laughs> abracadabra. <laughs> Why you keep saying that word? <laughs> yeah, like like the the word the code word to have the police move in is abracadabra. But the police are so high that they keep missing the code word. <laughs> and so like the, you know, the group has to fight Samson's army of female assassins <laughs> in order to, uh, you know, uh, get him under arrest. And oh, uh, I mean, like, idea wise, this movie has so many like funny ideas. And you can really see like the first inklings of Chappelle show in this movie because it's all Dave Chappelle humor. Um, but it's 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 a fun movie. I. It's not as good as I remember it being, but um, I still really enjoy it. Okay. So for my first watch, I really didn't enjoy this movie, but as we've been talking about it, I'm like, yeah, that was some pretty funny stuff right there. So it does have some comedy in there that I I have to admit, I was probably a little bit too harsh going into this, but my favorite moment, like I think I already said it, is the the montage of different weed smokers. I just thought it was, I love all the cameos. I love how crazy everybody gets that one dude. Have you ever seen the moon on weed? Like it's just freaking hilarious to yeah, think John about. Stewart. Yeah, <laughs> John Stewart. John Stewart pre-silver hair. John Stewart. Like he saw all his brown hair. Yeah, was this was pre-Daily Show. John oh Stewart. yeah, yeah. This is way before yeah. all that. Yeah. What's, yeah. His, what's his name? Was still doing Daily Show back then. Yeah. Yeah. What, so, did, what did you rate it, Alex? Uh, I would say I don't want to give it as good a rating as I did Friday because I enjoyed Friday more, but I feel like two was too low. Now that I've talked about it with you guys, because I'm, I'm beginning to enjoy the comedy a little bit more. But I don't know, man. I, I feel like this is a movie that you have to watch with a group of people. At least I do. It's kind of it's like Napoleon Dynamite. Most comedies are better than I hate Napoleon Dynamite. But then I watched it with a bunch of friends and it was freaking hilarious. So there's like a weird duality going on here. So two and a half, I guess I'd have to say oh, it's so disappointing. I know. I feel bad saying it now. It's not it's, right. It's funny. I'm having fun talking about it, but I just. 
watching it. I just didn't like it. We didn't even talk about my favorite character for the most part, which was guy on the couch. Guy on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Gandalf. He, just, he, just, he, just, he, t- he takes their messages, and it's Stephen Wright, and like Stephen Wright's just like his line delivery is like freaking perfect for that character. You know. Don't worry about what I'm doing here. You guys got to go do that. You got a lot going on. We can deal with that later. Yeah, they, they were like talking about having him start paying rent. And he's he's like, listen, this isn't about me right now. He like goes. To the, he gets you off the couch. You guys gotta go to the, do that heist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he gets off the couch, goes to the bathroom for like oh. the first time. I spaced the whole heist scene. Yes. The, oh, he does. The, he does the dead president's face mask. <laughs> oh, so good. Do you have a favorite moment, Tom? The whole movie. The whole movie's favorite I, yeah, moment. Is oh, this another I, five out of five for you? No, no. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, Friday's a better movie. Yes. For sure. Okay. It's better cinematography. It's better story. It's better script. It's better actor. I mean, everything's better. Uh, so this is a four out of five for me, but it's still maybe a four, but okay. it's very solid. And once again, very much like reminds me of like high school, young 20s. Yeah. I own this on VHS also. I've seen this movie a thousand times. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good movie. I love this movie. Okay. Yeah, everyone who went to college and had right. access to Comedy Central has seen this movie. Like a oh times. yes, oh yes. All right, Jude, what would you give it for a rating? Um, I guess three and a half. Three and a half? Yeah. I thought you hated it. It's not for me, but I'm. I always rate them on like the genre. So this okay. is a, this is a stoner movie. It's great as that. It's mm. not for me. But I don't I don't take it. I don't take away from it because I don't personally like it. It wasn't made for me. It was made for people who like stoner movies. Therefore, three and a half. Okay. It's a great stoner. It was movie. made for 19 year old white kids in the suburbs <laughs> because I love the movie. I was out there living this. Oh, man. <laughs> she was trying to have conversations with these people. <laughs> Katie, how about you, buddy? What's, what's your rating? Oh, I give this a solid three right near the beach. <laughs> what part of Jamaica? <laughs> like he's like, why did you say that Mr. Happy Face was from Jamaica? And he's like, I don't know, Holmes. That was the first thing that came into my mind. <laughs> in my head, he always had a Jamaican accent. <laughs> so Chappelle goes in. He's got like the big, look, like, the big hat. Look, well, if I'm not Jamaican, I'm why would I be wearing this hat? <laughs> it's so stupid. Right near the beach. <laughs> All right, guys, that's our conversation for half, half baked. (laughs) We're watching it right now. The dude on the couch just started levitating. Oh yeah. When they, when they have him try it, they're like, dude has to try it. He just like gets up, he smokes a little bit and he goes, (laughs) falls back asleep. All right. They're all like coughing their, their heads off. Stephen Wright's just like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and come back. We're going to talk about Pineapple Express. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you'd like to support the podcast, uh, go to our YouTube channel. If you're not watching it on YouTube, if you're listening to this on audio only, we have a YouTube channel where we have a ton of different content. We do trailer reactions, all kinds of cool stuff. And if you're already on YouTube and you're watching this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe. Comment below. It helps with the algorithm. Let us know what you think about these movies. And uh, that would really help us grow the podcast. We're trying to get to that magical 1,000 subscribers uh, so that we can get monetized here on the platform. We'd really appreciate your support. Thank you guys very much for uh, tuning in every week and every day, actually. We have daily content here, guys. Go hit us up. All right. Last on our list is Pineapple Express, starring James Franco and Seth Rogen. Go for it, Jude. What's this movie all about? All right. A full 10 years after the last movie we watched. Mm. 
2008 Pineapple Express, rated R with a runtime of one hour, 51 minutes. Had a budget of $27 million. What do you think it brought into the box? $27 million, I'm going to say it made 58 yeah, I was going to go about the same thing, like 50, 60 million. That yeah. sounds right. $101 million. Wow. Damn. Holy good job, cow. little movie. That's yeah. star power. It was it was the first weed movie to ever break $100 million. That is crazy money. That's James Franco and Seth Rogen. Oh, well, yeah, it's star, yeah. It's star power for <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah, star power. Seth Rogen is a processed server who loves the devil's lettuce. <laughs> He's dating high school student Amber Heard, and his drug dealer is James Franco. Did you guys not realize that's that was Amber, Amber Heard? Heard? Dude, me and Alex just about threw up on ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that was Amber Heard? Yes. Oh. <laughs> She's awful. God, she looks great. Really, really young Amber Heard. God, every time I see her, that's the prettiest girl. I don't care. She can punch me in the face all she wants. I can take it. She got bird arms. <laughs> One night while waiting outside of Lumberg's house, he witnesses a murder. Rosie Perez is a dirty cop in league with Lumberg. Yeah, she is. James Franco burns Craig Robinson's face with a coffee pot and he is pissed. <laughs> Meanwhile, Danny McBride wants to be inside of James Franco, as evidenced in the sequel, This is the End, and swoops in to kill Craig Robinson before the whole secret hideout slash stash house blows up. And they become the three best friends that anyone could have. The end. <laughs> I love this movie. This movie is so funny. Every. The characters, James Franco's character is funny. Seth, so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I love Lumberg. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Just like this crazy, like kind of lazy, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, crime lord. Because it's funny because every time the cop is like freaking out, like, we have to do something. He's just sitting there like, I need another beer. He's, just, he's so bored with the whole thing. Hey, you try to wear a kimono and smoke weed all day <laughs> and be an asshole. It's really hard. It's really hard. <laughs> Everyone's great in this. Yeah. Like Seth Rogen, uh, James Franco, even the people in the, uh, like the black and white. Um, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Initial so scene good. like. Um, the hater. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Yeah. Um, so funny. Dexter's Dude. dad. <laughs> I love that they kind of harken back to the whole government conspiracy yeah. thing. Like that's me and you, me and you are all into that. Oh yeah, this happened. Oh, for sure. Oh, this a hundred percent happened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. General, oh, sure. General Brat, Dexter's dad. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. James Remar. Yeah. <laughs> Plays the same character in every single movie. This this is illegal. Gets <laughs> all pissed off because the like they're testing out so the, the and, scenario and, and they're wearing like the, the underwater dive suits yeah. to, to, to protect them <laughs> with a diving belt. So, yeah, yeah. So it's like a and government. He like scares Bill Hader. He's like, all right, get in there, and and the guy comes in with like in the in the suit, and Bill Hader's like. <laughs> <laughs> jumps oh my god what's going on here no but like it's an old school like what 50s i guess government facility where they were testing out marijuana for like the first time yeah and they get some poor freaking having too good of a time yeah. illegal yeah. <laughs> bill Hader just gets high like instantly so funny <laughs> I, I like the love affair that really really blossoms in this between seth rogan and james franco yes the oh yeah the bromance wow. yes they uh james franco is in love with seth rogan yes in real life and in this movie. <laughs> yes. And it's just really fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Th th there's this whole scene where like, you know, uh, Seth Rogen goes over to James Franco's place to get weed and he makes him stay, even though James Frank or uh, Seth Rogen wants to bounce. And then this other guy shows up to get weed <laughs> and he's there for like two seconds and uh, James Franco kicks him out. He's like, man, I hate it when guys just like, you know, stick around, linger. They just linger. And uh, he's watching all in the family. Yeah. <laughs> Talking he, about his booby. He pulls out that joint that looks like a cross. And the he, bu bubby, 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 bubby. <laughs> 
No, uh, I think he's watching two two seven also. Um, uh, oh yeah, I think it's yeah. 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 Uh, Seth Rogen rolled all the joints, including the cross joint for this movie. Nice. I bet he yeah. did. I bet he did. He's really living. I can't smoke this thing by myself. I don't have enough hands. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if any of you yeah. follow many celebrities online. I follow Seth Rogen on Instagram. Oh, uh, he's, he's he smokes as much weed as you think he does. Yeah. He's living this persona. That, that's who he is. That's who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, originally he was going to play the James Franco character. No. And, and and they had. Oh, I think I heard that. Actually. Yeah, they, they had cast James Franco as his character, the process server. And when they were doing the table read, uh, they thought James Franco was just so much funnier. And, and, and Judd Apatow, who produced this movie, he was like, I think James should play the drug dealer. And, uh, and Seth Rogen was like, you know what? I think you're right. So they just switched roles and it works perfectly. Yeah. yeah Seth's a great straight man. Like just keeping it very even and just being not funny because Franco is just so it, ridiculous. Rogan's I don't know if I've ever seen Ro Seth Rogen play that character that James Franco played. No, but Seth Rogen plays a really good, like socially awkward person. I love he's always freaking out and like calling the radio stations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating a high school girl, so. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny is, so the inspiration for this movie was actually true romance. I don't know if you knew about that. Get out of here. Yeah. No, um, so basically. The film with Christopher Walken? Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically Judd Apatow and, um, and, uh, Seth Rogen, uh, they always thought, you know, the Brad Pitt character, the one who's just on the couch getting high all day. You mean just Brad Pitt? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Pretty sure that's just Brad Pitt. Yeah. So, so, so they always Don't thought like. send me, man. <laughs> kill you. Yeah. So they always thought what would happen if, if that character had to get up off the couch and got chased by bad guys. And so that was like the inspiration for this movie. Uh, and uh, I always thought that was kind of like really clever it's like yeah like brad pitt stoner guy he's in an action movie that was basically james franco's hmm. uh, character in this. the uh my one of my scenes that i always thought was really funny is the dinner scene when when seth rogan oh. ends up at amber heard's parents house <laughs> and he's the dad is just so pissed ed begley jr <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess i'm here for dinner the that's dinner. right yeah there's, there's dinner there's right now. he's like why don't you sit down so we can fucking eat couscous. <laughs> yes. yeah, and there's like a little scene before that he, he's like i don't care if it's rude i'm gonna start eating if he's not here in five minutes <laughs> and he gets up he's and like he gets the gun. i'm gonna go get my gun <laughs> and he does and he shoots, he, him. He shoots at him that's so good dude and amber heard stabs uh oh with James a fork Franco. yeah that's right they're like, there's, there's gangsters coming after us. We have to be really careful. James Franco just comes plowing into the freaking kitchen and Amber Heard steps with a fork. Probably yeah. accurate. Yeah, it was yeah, probably, was probably, probably wasn't a, a prop. You know? <laughs> that was her natural reaction. Yeah, just, that ah. was his natural reaction yeah. getting snapped by Amber Heard. Johnny Depp didn't know what he was getting into. Yeah. He should have watched James Franco was like, don't do it, Don't man. do it, bro. <laughs> crazy. That chick was dead serious, man. <laughs> she was really into her role. She ad-libbed that whole scene. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because, you know, in this first scene where they're uh, fighting um, uh, Danny McBride, uh, there's a scene where, where James Franco hits him over the head with a bong. <laughs> and it was supposed to be like a prop breakaway bong that shattered, but it was actually a real one that he like broke over Danny McBride's head and, and it actually ended up like, like hurting him like really bad. Oh my and, God. Then, and then they couldn't smoke out of that bong anymore. That's the real, <laughs> That's the real story. <laughs> McBride is so hit or miss for me. Like oh, there's, same. there's Never. movies where I love him and oh. there's other movies where I can't stand it. Like Tropic same. Thunder, freaking gold. Great. I can watch that movie a million times. It's always funny. With Danny McBride, less is more. Yeah. Yes. It's like Will Ferrell, less is more. Yeah, but like, when he yeah. plays the main character, there was a movie he did with, um, 
I think all. it was James Franco and um, uh, Queen Amidala. What's the actor's, actress's name? Uh, uh, you're talking Natalie about Portman. Natalie Portman. Your, 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 highness? your Highness. Your Highness, yes. Love it. I hate that we, movie. We, we, were almost going, we were almost going to have it be our third movie <laughs> yeah. for, for this week. Anything Danny McBride, uh, uh, Eastbound and Down, Assistant Principals. If it has Danny McBride in it, I've I seen it. I couldn't get Hot into Rod. Oh, anything with Danny McBride. I'm watching. Hot Rod's I, funny. I, oh, I, yeah. I flew on a flight from D.C. to L.A. with Danny McBride. No. Oh, what? Was, he, he, yeah, he was sitting right what behind me. What did he smell me. like? Uh, Weed? Uh, I, was, I was hoping for great bubble gum. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I mean, like, he, he was sitting behind me, and, and I guess he's got family in D.C. or whatever. And so when we got back to L.A., we were waiting for our luggage, and I was, like, standing next to him. I was just like, hey, um, like, weren't you in the Foot Fist way, which was like his his big, you know, um, kind of feature debut? He was like, yeah, that was me. And we just started talking. He was like, coolest guy in the world. That's uh, awesome. And and he was like, yeah, I got this new HBO series coming out about baseball players. Like, you should Love check it. it out. I was like, yeah, man. I got like a picture with him. Like, he was he was one of the coolest guys you could. Oh, that's be. awesome. So he's just like his characters that he plays in all of his movies in real life. <laughs> is what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> not, except not for this is the end where he becomes a cannibal. <laughs> uh, no, I'm pretty sure Danny McBride would do that. Yeah. Well, well, you know what's funny is in, he would in, rape Channing Tatum. And, <laughs> <laughs> and this is the end. The the little home movie they make it for the sequel for Pineapple Express. It's 2. the best part. Well, well, that was actually their idea for the sequel that they wanted to make to this movie. And, and they also wanted to incorporate super bad into it. Like they wanted those two movies to intersect at some point. I, and I love how like in love with, um, with Seth Rogen, James Franco is in the sequel to this. And oh, okay. this is the end. He's like, Wait, I'm calling this, it the sequel. What are you guys talking about? It, it's not a sequel. To me, it is. It's they, a spiritual. They play themselves in this next movie. <laughs> like it's James Franco yeah. and it's Danny McBride and it's Seth Rogen and it's, the other guys, Don't whatever their names for are. Me. I'm it's just a saying. Just let me have this. Okay, go ahead, knock yourself out. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Oh, I just, I just liked it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. Is the end. Want to talk about that? I like the art. But he's Ooh, like, oh, yeah. I made this for you, uh, Seth Rogen. <laughs> you, you know, what's funny is that around the time this movie came out, so they wanted to get fifty million dollars for this movie, but uh, Seth Rogen was not the. Um, big name that he is now in fact he had just come off a 40 year old virgin that was like the, his first starring role this is directly after that um this was the movie that he did after um that movie and and basically knocked up proved to the studios that like that he could possibly carry a movie and um you know like up to that point like i think he had written this movie back in 2001 but it wasn't until 2008 that he was in a position to actually like get it made. That makes sense. And, but the studio, they weren't going to give him $50 million. They were like, you get like 25, like, whatever. He's like, I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we just won't have real weed on the set. <laughs> but, but, but you know, you have like the whole Apatow pack involved in this movie, like Craig Robinson and all those guys. And uh, even Gary Cole, who played Lumberg mm -hmm. in, in the, one of my favorite movies ever yeah, office space. Oh yeah. You know, he, he's a very talented comedic actor and you don't really, think of him in that way but he shows up in all these comedies and he's always great in them talladega nights yeah oh yeah he's awesome this is egregious he's awesome i mean you you could be second you could be third hell you could even be fourth i was high when i said that he's amazing dude gary cole's awesome i love him and everything um okay so there's a couple of moments that i really really just laugh out loud when i watch this movie and when when Seth Rogen and James Franco were running away from the bat, from the gangsters or whatever from uh, what's the what's the dude's name? He's from Hot Tub Time Machine. 
He's in the office. He's in a ton of stuff. I love Craig him. Robinson. Craig Robinson. Is that his name? Yeah, okay. Craig Robinson. They were running away from him and they, they ended up, they needed some money. So they sold some weed to some like high school kids or whatever. <laughs> and the freaking black lady cop. Who oh, Hilarious. She's unbelievable. Oh my God, dude. She, when, she's not even a cop. She's a police liaison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when Seth is in the back, he's like, he's telling, he's just spilling the beans on the whole thing. We saw this dirty cop murder somebody. We're trying oh, to- I think I know that bitch. Like, oh, I know that bitch. <laughs> and she's like, I've been smelling some stuff in this department ever since I started. <laughs> and, and then Jane Franco runs in front of the cop car and spills the red slushies everywhere. <laughs> she's like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm here to save you, bro. <laughs> He's like, no. Oh, my God. And then after the whole chase scene, which is also a ton of fun to watch, but then when they finally stop and they get away and James Franco just gets out and runs and Seth is still in the back of the car like, let me out. <laughs> you forgot me, you idiot. <laughs> he comes it. back and he starts hitting himself on the head. It's freaking gold, dude. It's so funny. But there is one moment that I will never forget. And I like I watched this movie. I haven't watched it since I was in high school, I think. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. So I pretty much forgot everything. So when I watched this this week, there was a moment that caught me off guard that I just belly laughed. And it was so ridiculous. I actually rewound, rewound the movie and watched it a second time because I was laughing so hard at it is when at the very end, when Gary Coleman's or Gary Cole is down and inside like the weed factory and he's looking for Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen's on the balcony and he just leaps and he looks like a freaking squirrel <laughs> and he just hovers down like a freaking, oh my God, dude, I died laughing. I actually was laughing so hard. I missed like the next three, four minutes of the movie. So I rewound it and watched it again. So funny, dude. Something that I like about it so much is how stupid and silly it is. And then the end has this awesome gun battle. Yeah. And it really is. And it's got, uh, who's the Asian actor who's in? Uh, Kim, Kim Jong. Kim, Kim Jong's Jong. like the bad guy. Yeah. And he's just being Kim Jong. And it, every character's funny. And the, but they're all having machine gun battle. And yeah. So much fun. Oh, the 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 hitman guy that's like just over his job and just gets God, real salty. What's his name? Budlovsky. Budlovsky. He's in a lot of things. Too. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, he's played by Kevin Corrigan, who's also kind of like an Apatow guy. But he, he's been in like so many different movies. Mm -hmm. After the big fight at the at um oh the fist fight's my favorite scene. Fist fight's hilarious. It's but the best. This is the worst fight. I want to meet the choreographer of that fight and just <laughs> shake their hand and say, "How did you make this fight so believably terrible?" Because it, it, it looked like three dudes who didn't know how to fight fighting each other yeah. with anything they could find. So fun. And when they had him, they had him tied up, and they were gonna they had to shoot him. Right? They were like, "Kill the guy on the phone." Gary Cole was tell, told him to just kill off uh, the. Danny McBride. Danny McBride. I can't believe I'm terrible at names, guys. I'm so sorry. He's called he's called Red in this movie. Red. Okay. They tell him just kill Red. He shoots him in the stomach, and he's like, he just kind of passes out for a minute, and he wakes back up, and he's like, oh, you freaking shot me in the stomach, bro. Yeah, he gets shot like three times. <laughs> yeah, three. And he keeps on going. Yeah, he just keeps trucking along. Yeah, he had like nine bullets in him at the yeah. end. He had like a neck brace. <laughs> he's eating. He's like, they're at like IHOP and they're just spoon feeding. Yeah. So that final, that, that final scene where they're at the diner at the end was all ad-libbed. They just made that up on the spot. Oh, my so God. funny. And so Danny McBride just like, like, <laughs> just dies for a second. He's just got blood yeah. all, all over him. Bro. Rogan's got no yeah. pants on. <laughs> just tiny whiteies. Yeah, and everybody's like, yeah, I think maybe I should go to a hospital. <laughs> They're like, dude, you've been shot like nine times. Yeah, you should go to a hospital. He's like, I'm going to switch my pancakes first. <laughs> 
That's something a Telestoner would say too. This yeah. movie is so ridiculous. It's so good. This was this was the funniest movie. So the, this the week. beginning when when they're the black and white and they're in the government lab and yeah. all that. It it makes it ten times better because that's you know the the, the that's drug, where the weed factory that's the is drug den or whatever yeah. you want to call it. You know, so it's a total throwback. So they go full circle. Yeah. Anytime they you get foreshadowing that that good, ah, you gotta love it. That <laughs> movie's fun. As far as a stoner movie goes, I mean, it's about it's a good movie. Yeah. Like it's legit. Like theater, you can watch this movie. Yes, there's a lot of weed. Yeah. Um, but you can separate from the. It's not exactly a stoner movie. It's like four different kinds of movies. Yeah, like, although like it's a romance. Like part 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 of the plot, um, you know, uh, mechanism that moves it forward is the fact that James Franco and um, Seth Rogen's characters uh, are so like high all the time that they just accidentally keep thwarting the bad guys because they just do stuff that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think like my my favorite stuff in this movie is like the whole like we're in the woods. And we're fucked. <laughs> Scene like they, they ex- listen to NPR until they fall asleep, <laughs> and then the battery dies. And what do you they mean lo- the died? They lost oh their phone. They slept, they slept like fifteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> like they could trace us from our phone. Let's let's get rid of them. And he throws his phone away. He's like, oh, call it. We need to find. <laughs> like, I, just, I just broke my phone. <laughs> Or he's trying to explain to James Franco why the car is dead. He's like, it's a battery. The battery's dead. He's like, what do you mean the battery's dead, man? It's just so freaking high. Oh, God. Yeah, this movie is way funnier than now, I remember. In it. contrast, I think Franco is actually high the whole movie. <sighs> Either that or he's really good. That. See, that's for, the for, thing. For, James Franco, the actor, never doesn't do weed. Never doesn't do? Ne- wait, is that a never? Wait, <laughs> so, a he always, so he always does. No, like he, wait, he, he never doesn't always he, never? He, he does not smoke weed. What? Huh. That's not true. No, it is. Like I gotta he, he was that. he was stone sober the entire movie. I gotta Google that. So, okay, so there's I wanted to talk about this. He's a professor. You know that? <laughs> That's weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's also a painter. He's an artist. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> My six-year-old paints yeah, with yeah, crayons. Yeah. Anyway. I've seen, seen horses paint. <laughs> <laughs> so what I wanted to talk about was the difference between a movie like Half Baked, which is stoner comedy. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. And then this movie, which is also a stoner comedy, well, but it, it's an action movie that has stoner comedy elements to it. Yeah. But like nobody acts like they do in half baked. Right. There's, there's no overly annoying high people, Except even though Franco. Franco is the only one, but he's, it's different though. Cause it's not as grating to me. It's, it's not as like, Oh my God, people come on. Like, well, the movie's more redeeming cause it's a better movie. For yeah. Sure. And uh, what was it? It's supposed to be like a throwback to 48 hours. Where it's like an, a legit action comedy because hmm. they try. <laughs> Half Baked didn't try. No, no, no. It was no. just a bunch of skits yes. like stapled together. It was here's a packet of 13 good ideas. Yeah. Let's see if we can shoehorn these together with a weak story. You got it. Yeah. Yes. So this one was actually like written, produced. Oh, yeah, like yeah, we have yeah. a, this, this is, is the story movie. we want to tell. Yeah. And then they just inject. So I think this is a better way to do stoner movies by far. Yeah. I think <laughs> you that- mean make a better movie? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but I mean, like, there's still co- like stoner comedies. That w- what would you say would um, Harold and Kumar? What would you classify that? that- the, fir- the first one is nothing but a stoner comedy. Yeah. Is it more like half baked? I, I, I watched that over the weekend too because we initially talked about it. So I, I also recently rewatched that. Okay. Would uh, you say it's more like half baked or more like Pineapple Express? Oh, more like half baked. Okay. Oh, God. Yes. So it, those- it, it is nothing but a stoner comedy. I've also yeah. never seen that. You never what? seen Harold and Kumar? You don't need to. It's got Neil Patrick Harris in it. So, you mean uh, MBH? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what launched his comeback was that movie. Did he do that before and Kum- or after? And Kumar worked in the Obama White House. 
That's amazing. That's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, he, he left the show House to go do Yes, that. that's a real thing. Oh, that's why he left? Yes. Yeah. I love that show, House. Yeah, yeah he, he got like super political. Yes. And yeah. He, he was like, I'm leaving Hollywood behind to go. That's the one Obama. where they, they like shoehorned in a suicide for his character, right? I don't remember. I didn't watch House. I think that's how he left. He committed suicide in the show, I, which was I, like out of left field. I knew whatever he was doing, he went to go work for Obama like wow. in the White House. Like wow. not, not even like a... A, a job in San Francisco like an intern? or something. No, no, no. Like he had like a legit title. Yeah, yeah. He, he was in the communications department uh-huh. yeah. like of the White House, mm-hmm. I think. Like I, I remember when Obama got elected, he got like super, like he was like a hardcore Obama guy mm-hmm. and he just like, he's like, I don't want to act anymore. I want to want to make my life mean something. And then he got <laughs> fired. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then he got fired from the White House and he went back yeah. to acting. Yeah, that's, how, that, that, that's the story. Yeah, that's a weird story. All right, so Pineapple Express, favorite moments. Uh, it's, it's the fight. The fight at yeah, the end? it's the fight in Red's apartment. No, in, 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 oh, in, in, Red, okay. in Red's house. Gotcha. It's just the dirtiest. They, 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 hit, they hit them with toilets and, and it, it fly swatters. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's like the, it's, it's un, it feels like the most unscripted, just go ahead and beat the shit out of each other with whatever you find. So they grabbed the prop <laughs> Duster. It was not a prop. <laughs> they, they put Danny McBride in the hospital on real. You know, it, it, that, that scene's just so funny because it's so ridiculous. Okay. So ridiculous. Jude, how about you? So um, what I wanted to mention was I think that this movie has a lot in common with um, Friday, whereas like it's not just a pot movie. It's also a good movie. Mm -hmm. Um, So I will give it another five out of five. Um, Wow. Not fake prop bongs. Um, (laughs) Five out of five? Yeah. Holy cow. Like for, for what it's supposed to be, it's. It it delivers. It delivers. Yeah. Yeah, It's a, it's a perfect example of. A good stoner, good comedy. stoner movie. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. You have a favorite moment? I love all the the being in the woods stuff. Um, when he's trying to get the caterpillar high and he's like smoking <laughs> weed in front of it. Oh, so stupid. Um, and just you know all of the the chemistry between all of the characters. It's just so believable that you you just you're just enjoying the watch. Okay. Like for me, when I was watching Friday, even though I gave it a five out of five, it wasn't really a joy to watch. Um, and I still like knew I was doing this for the podcast. Um, so it was still like kind of work for me, <laughs> but you know, I appreciated it for what it was for this. I actually just enjoyed watching the movie. So. Okay, cool. How about you, Kish? So, um, probably m- my most favorite part in this movie is the end diner scene where they're all just ad-libbing and just talking about like, you know, like when I first met you, man, I didn't like you, but now I think we're friends. We're best friends, man. (laughs) And uh, it's it's just like those actors just riffing off of each other and having fun, having a good time. But there's a part in this movie that when when I think of this movie, this is the the thing that pops into my head. It was a trailer moment. And this was before I even knew who Danny McBride was, you know, like, so I didn't know who he was, but there's a scene where he's getting the guns to go save Saul uh, with Seth, you know, um, Seth Rogen's character. And uh, he gets out a shotgun. He's just like, look alive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but, but like the way he says that, it just, it freaking kills me every time. You know who we haven't talked about is the guy that just wants to go home and have dinner with his wife. The whole movie. Yeah. Budlovsky. Budlovsky? Budlovsky. Budlovsky. That's a good name. Budlovsky. <laughs> we brought him up once. Yeah. Um, he, he's one of the drug dealers hitmen. Yeah. And uh, he's Craig Robinson's um, partner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's always just talking about, like, man, I just want to go home and have dinner with my wife. Yeah. Why, why are you going to stretch this out? Yeah. He it's just wants take to take all day. Just wants to get shit over with. <laughs> Search 
shooting people. Yeah. I can't smoke. My wife will smell it on me. <laughs> he, used, like, he used to be a you gangster. Serious, man? <laughs> yeah. He used to be a killing people gangster. Yeah. And yeah. now he's got a mean wife at home that won't let him smoke weed. <laughs> he's got to wear a cardigan. <laughs> There's a scene where like he, uh, so James Franco comes in and takes one of the bad guys hostage. And Budlowski just shoots the bad guy. And James Franco's like, oh my God, you just killed that guy. And then when the boss comes over, uh, he, he's like, oh, yeah, James Franco or Seth Rogen or whoever killed this guy. And he was like, they killed Earl. He was ex-CIA. How'd they get the drop on him? <laughs> <laughs> These guys are serious. Yes. It was very much like a dumb and dumber. Remember how those guys, Harry and Lloyd. Oh, that's a good connection. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. That's good like call. they were so dumb that the people who were chasing them thought they were like experts. Yes. It's very much like that. It is very much like that. Yeah. yeah I didn't even make that connection. Yeah. Who do you work for? <laughs> All right. So my favorite moment, uh, I kind of already talked about the flying squirrel moment. Freaking, I was crying laughing. It was so funny. So out of left field. Didn't expect it. Forgot it was even in the movie. And just see him leap off and like, it's <laughs> so funny. The slow-mo. Yeah, the slow motion. The weird, like, there's no gravity for a second. He just kind of floats. Hilarious. Uh, my other favorite moment is uh, it was when they were trying to break James Franco out and they both had their hands tied behind their back. He's like, use my belt buckle. Yes, we're best friends. We're best friends. And they're like humping each other to try to cut the ropes. And I, I like how Craig Robinson comes in. He's like, I can literally hear your entire plot to escape. It's like one cop, you're going to chase me. Two cops, you're going to come at me. And then Seth just runs at him and he shoots him in the face. And it's like, it took my ear. Yeah. That, that, that's like something from The Office where he comes in. And he's like, I literally am hearing you plot to escape. It's like, I've told you this. Yeah. It's, it was good. There's a lot, a lot of good moments in this. That actually, I had a great time watching this movie again. So it's a, it's a good movie, a good stoner introduction movie. Like if you want to watch a weed movie, but you're a little sketched out about the, oh, you don't want to go full half baked. You don't want to go full half baked. <laughs> yeah, and then Friday might be not be your cup of tea. This is like a Judd Apatow movie with weed. Yeah. So it's very, very easy to, to digest. Is there a Judd Apatow movie without weed? Huh. <laughs> Comment. <laughs> Comment below. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> I'd love to find out. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we did ratings. I'm going to give it like a solid four and a half. It's not quite. A, I can't say. I can't give it a five. That's weird. There's no fives. Yeah, I don't think this can get. I, I think I gave four? Friday a five. Yeah, I loved it. I say it's four. I'm going to go with four. I'm going to go with four. Yeah. You four? Yeah, it's not as good as Friday. But yeah, it, it, I think it's palatable for a large audience. I think it's really fun. I love the movie. It's a four. You okay. give it four cross joints? I would give it four. Uh, Danny McBride neck braces out of five. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about Tropic Thunder, Tropic Thunder someday. Wait, what, what kind of car does he have? He's, he's, he's a, uh, it's like a car that he doesn't even make anymore. Oh, Is it like know. a Gremlin or something? No, no, no. It's, it's like a, it's like a, not a Kia, but they, 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 uh, like a Dodge Dart or something. What is nah, it? It was, it was a Daewoo. It was a Daewoo. <laughs> That's what kind of car he had. You remember oh, the, Daewoo's? The, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Daewoo's lasted like 10 years in America. <laughs> It's this Korean car. They were real bubbly. Yeah. Yeah. He had a Daewoo. And that was hilarious because he had Daewoo. <laughs> How about you, Kadish? What did you give this for a rating? I give it a, you know, solid three red slushies out of five. Nice. It's, uh, uh, you know, all, all these movies for me were just like three star, like decent run of the mill comedies. Okay. All right, guys, that's our discussion for 420 Weed Comedies. Thanks for joining us. As always, comment below what your favorite movies are, and uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. So like, subscribe, help support the podcast. Where can we get uh, everybody on the socials? Tom, where can they find you at? Uh, if you want to find me on Instagram, I'm there. Uh, Big T2681. Uh, join me and look at the food I make. 
Right on. Jude, how can, where can they find you at? You can find me at the voice of Jude. You can find me at the voice of Jude.com or you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at I am Jude Jude Jude. Matthew Kadish. You can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter and KadishBooks.com takes you to my Amazon page. And I am the host of the podcast. You can find me on Twitter at salty underscore nerd. And as always, stay salty, my friends. 